Hello and welcome to Alex's Adventures in Contiguity of the Internet's third favourite podcast. On the agenda today, catch up, catch up. A piece of five-year-old news that you can share with your neighbours. Hee hee. And I'll do a little talk on the board game Monopoly. As always, I will feel free to, you know, I'm not going to stay on that, uh, that agenda of this whole podcast. You know how it works. It's all about being contiguous here at the Alex's Adventures in Contiguity podcast. In, in Catch Up, Catch Up, there's only one thing I really have to say. I got a con- consumer complaint. They told me that the famous meme was about Ugandan Knuckles and not Ugandan Sonic. And I never rectified that error. I am very sorry. It is, in fact, Ugandan Knuckles, not Ugandan Sonic. Um, yeah. Fun piece of five-year-old news for you. Aldi revealed that up to 100% horse meat was in their beef. I've got beef with Aldi now. But um, if, if you want good deals, you should go to Aldi. Other budget supermarkets are available, not just Aldi. There, there are some other ones as well. And uh, yeah, so we've done, we've done that as well now. Um, ooh, the board game Monopoly. This is, this is one of the most popular board games out there. If someone says, do you want to play a board game? Someone is going to say, ooh, let's play Monopoly. Don't listen to them. Don't. It's a bad game. Why is it a bad game? I'll tell you. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. First point. Point A. Point one. Point, point one. Point one. Point one. Point one. It's a game in which the person who is doing the best, the person with the most money and the most properties, has the potential under normal random circumstances to just be even better than they were two minutes ago. This is bad. There are other games that, that, that work the other way around and that's, that's tend to be, that tends to be fairer. So if you have a small advantage near the beginning of the game, it won't necessarily carry on. An example of a game like that is Mario Kart. If you're in first, you, are, you get worse items and you're more likely to be hit by other items because it's easier to hit from behind than in front and there's an item that specifically hits the person in first. So, you know, under random normal circumstances, the person in first stops being in first. Whereas in Monopoly, you get a lead at any point, normal random circumstances will just will carry you over. There's actually a really cool thing you can do in Mario Kart if you are about to be hit by the... Bl- oh, no, no, actually that... We're talking about Monopoly. Let's get, let's get back to Monopoly. Okay, so Monopoly, you know, some people are like, oh, it's this, it's this really clever satire of, uh, of capitalism. No, it isn't. That is nonsense. It's just a bad game. There's no satire involved. It's not good. Another thing about Monopoly, it takes a really long time to finish a game. And you could, I mean, unlucky if it happens to you. Number one, you could have £20 for the entire game because every time you make money, you just lose it by jumping on another person's hotel. So you just have a really boring game of doing effectively nothing because everything has been taken out through no fault of your own. You know, if you if you if you have bad tactics at the beginning of a game and you, and you 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 know you've lost the game already because of it, that's your own fault. You know, you start a game in Mario Kart by reversing. You know, it's your own fault. You did that. When randomness screws you over, you want to be able to to come to come back. 
or you can you can go out really early and the game carries on for another two hours and people get annoyed about oh another thing that's bad about Monopoly is these these house rules oh you're only allowed as many hotels as there are in the bags or actually just find a piece of cotton wool and use that as a hotel there are, there are probably more hotels when we first bought the game yada yada boring that's that's another thing also what is up with the stupid pieces you know you got the the, the dog and the top hat and the thimble or the the kiss as it as you, as you would call it if you were peter pan <laughs> peter pan incidentally a very enjoyable read especially at the beginning there is there is some real humor in there from jm baron it's just very oh I, I, anyway um getting back to the the, the board the monopoly game you've got these these stupid pieces and then you go to these stupid streets that no one's ever heard of you know what we've heard of we've heard of buckingham palace is that is that on the monopoly board no it isn't also what is up with these 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 rip-off monopoly you know i don't need to play spider-man 3 monopoly or you know Macbeth monopoly if, if you want to make some money off your new film other than film sales why not make a cool original board game rather than turning the same rubbish board game into a different 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 design oh yeah that tickles my umbrella oh my oh my oh my days what a bad game um also what is liverpool street Sta no one's been to liverpool street station everyone goes to the cool stations like victoria and Piccadilly Circus on the London Underground. Why is that not in the game of Monopoly? The London Underground is great fun. My my favourite London Underground line is of course the Victoria line. It has all the best parts on it. It's got, you know, Covent Garden, Leicester Square, St Pancras International. All the best parts of London. Anyway, then let's. Mm. I was about to say let's get back to uh, talking about Monopoly, but I've, I don't actually have uh, m much else to say. And we've we've done the the whole of the agenda and. I mean, I'm I'm sure you'll agree that wasn't the most exhilarating bit of bit of podcast you've you've ever heard. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's definitely something missing here. I don't I don't know what it is. I've I've done all the things to make a great podcast. There's the, you know, audience corrections. Everyone loves audience corrections. It's where you c get corrected, and the audience feels like they're 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 powerful and stuff. And you've got, you've got five five year old news. That was that was fun. Um. You know, yeah, that's we, I've I've done that. We've we've I've done that before. We've, I've done done that before. That's that's worked. So, uh, and uh, you know, Monopoly, boring, boring discussion. Stayed pretty boring. I, I some you know sometimes you can have fun boring discussions, but but not. Um, yeah, um, I'm not. Uh, I've got to be got to be honest with you with you listeners. I don't I don't know if I'll be able to to continue this this podcast much longer. Um, and uh, you know, I don't don't think there's any shame, but I'm now just gonna gonna use this pot. I don't, I'm, my heart's not in it anymore, so I'm just I'm just gonna shallowly use the podcast as a platform for for future work. Perhaps perhaps in radio, that's just about all I've got all I've got going for me right now. Um, so um, I'll start off with a bit of a an, an audition for some radio comedy. Why, hello there. What would you like? I would like some sweets, please. Well, you've come to a sweet shop. That's what we do here. We have sweets. What sweets would you like? I would like... I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've got an urge for strawberry laces. I see. There's something in your unconscious that's telling you that you want 
strawberry laces. You've got to listen to that. It's no, it's it's not my unconscious that's saying that. Yes, yes, it is your unconscious that's saying that. It's saying you want strawberry laces and you want some strawberry laces, you want to have some strawberry laces. No, it's not. It is definitely not an unconscious decision to have strawberry laces. No, it's not a conscious decision you're making. No, it's not. It's not any of. It's not on any of the levels of conscious. You know, the super conscious, the mid conscious, or the subconscious. None of the conscious. It's unconscious. You don't know where the decision's coming from. Yes, I do. I can feel the feeling. So it's not any of the the un, It's not unconscious. It's definitely conscious. It's one of those consciouses. It's one of them. I know what I'm feeling, and that is what I'm feeling. I want strawberry laces and it's a conscious, it's, it's, it's not a conscious decision, it's definitely an unconscious decision. Child, you're driving me mad. Hello, my, my head's feeling a, li a little fun. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Ding, ding, ding. Bring, bring. Hello there, ambulance. This man's just gone subconscious. <laughs> that was, that's one of the, uh, one of the comedy, that's, that's one of my comedy skills uh, demonstrated there. Um, but um, I don't think necessarily that I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into to comedy. And another thing, you know, I think on TV, we have loads and loads of these detective shows, but there's, there's something else we need. I think we need an audio only version of these detective series. You know, when you're driving and you wanna figure, you know, who stole the library book and won't pay their death fines. That's the kind of thing I worry about when I'm driving in the car, Ed. and um, one of the things I'm sure the audience, I'm, I'm, well, audience, that's well, that's the kind of thing I, I worry about when I'm, I'm driving in the car. So, you know, let's 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 think let's think let's you know let's create for the, the the big boys at radio, whichever radio wants to accept me, of of how I would play in a detective show. So, I'm, I'm kind of the character who is, is kind of keeping up the whole way, and then one of the other detectives gives a piece of killer evidence that suddenly makes everything click in my mind as to as to how the events unfolded and who the perpetrator was, etc, etc. So this, this is how it is. Detective Donovan. Detective Donovan has, has just figured out that the knife couldn't possibly be in the dishwasher if the maid left at 7.30 last night. <gasps> Detective Donovan! Yo, it's oh, gee, oh, wow, that, oh, I, I know, oh, I figured it all out, I figured it all out, right, okay, if they weren't there at 7.30 last night, that means that it can't have been anyone who was there after 7.30, which is seven of the people on our list, and so it's only the other 352 people on our list, right, okay, that's deduction number one, deduction number two, earlier we saw the grandfather clock, was a woman, grandmother clock. Who would do that other than a crazy person? A crazy person would never stay in this house after 7.30. So we, you know, we have a pretty, pretty solid, you know, put those two things together, bang. We go on our list and we cross out all the sane people and that's two of them, 350 people left. Now, the murder knife has engraved on the side Property of me. What? Property of me? That doesn't make any sense. You know, that could belong to, but it's not me. It's, it's all in capital, it's initials. 
who has the initials ME and was here after 7.30pm but Malcolm Everett. That's me. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, I did it. Oh no. Wait, why did I do it? Oh god. One of the other things I've done is got a new podcast management company for when I give up the podcast and give it to someone else. You know, someone else takes the reins in the podcast management company, they, they choose who the reins go to and the horses they shall lead. Um, but, but apparently when you get a podcast management company, they're like, Oi, Alex, maybe you should actually give advice like you promised to do in the first episode. Absolute losers. But um, I'm now under contract. Too many contracts recently and... And this is what happens. This is what happens when you sign the con red tape. Um, they don't trust me to give any advice. They don't trust me at all. It's terrible. So they've sent in an agony aunt, one of the best in the world. She uh, advised Taylor Swift after her 1989 album to be more introspective. And now she's going to come on the podcast with us, with, with me, with me. And she's going to help me answer all your questions. Welcome. Who are you? Painstaking Penelope. Oh, good to meet you. Thank you for having me on. We have some, we have some questions here, Agatha, that uh, we're going we're gonna to go through. Um, yes, um, I, I question want to be of service. Question one. Where, um, so, sorry. Sorry about this, Harriet. Um, I'm having a bit of trouble. Uh, um, okay, I'm, I'm very... We, we have no questions. No one has bothered no. asking us any. We don't know any Why, we, why am I here? The podcast management company, they, they, they said, they said, you got to... Yeah, I thought this was an advice get, podcast. It's, it's not an advice, it's a tangent podcast. We go on tangents a bit. Yeah, we, yeah well, I, I don't know why they sent you to us, really. I mean, we're not quite Taylor Swift. We haven't released any any brilliant albums that apparently require well, require, require counselling about... I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Do you have any advice I, needed? I, 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 I'm, I'm doing great. Um, I'm, everything in my life is going really well, and I have nothing to be upset about. Do you need any advice, Heather? Well, no one's actually ever asked me that before. I'm the one who always gives the advice. I don't know what to do in this situation. Well, give me! I need to give other people advice. It's pretty, no, you don't. Um, well, I mean, you probably do. That's, that's your nature. Your nature is to do that, Susan. But, but, but also, there's, you can't do that now. Um, I'm sorry, there's, there's, no, there's no one to give advice to. Um, we, we're going to have to... We're gonna have okay, to, then, help me. I'll, I'll, I'll try my best. I mean, I, I haven't actually tried answering a question yet on this podcast. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm even better at agonising than you are. Um, excuse me, I helped Taylor Swift. You, you, okay, well, I think you I'm, should. I haven't quite helped you, Taylor Swift. All you've Taylor done Swift. is ramble. Okay, I've ra I, yes, and mumble. And mumble. And yeah, okay, right. So I think you should stay in your lane. But also help me out. Okay, what do you need help I with? I need advice. So basically, well, you know, I have several columns in magazines and such mm -hmm. where people ask for my great advice. So I've been finding it quite hard recently because I have just been inundated requ requests from the same person, or at least who I'm assuming is the same person, demanding help because apparently they've been kicked off their own podcast and they just, it seems like he just can't deal with it and he keeps on asking me for advice. And I can't deal with it. I can't deal with his constant requests. I'm very sorry. Juliana, I've never experienced being kicked off a podcast before, and I'm I'm very happy to to leave this podcast to whoever whoever wants to take on take on the reins next. But 
I, I don't know how it feels to be kicked off of, of, of one. Were, were, you, were you able to give him advice? Did, did, did you give bad advice and now he's keeping, well, now he keeps asking you for... Well, I did my traditional agony aunt thing of giving broad wisdom, you know, if you should find yourself off the trail that you once imagined, you should forge your own path. So I tried to get this guy interested in other hobbies to try and fill this void that this podcast seems to have left. Right, yeah. So, you know, I sent him off to play football. I sent him off to crochet. But every single week, it's still the same question, demanding help about this podcast, which he's been thrown off of. So, so what, what, you know, why, why wasn't he taking up these, these other activities? What, what was it about football and what was it about crochet? Funny you should ask. He is incredibly specific about this. He misses the two-person dynamic, which is apparently so integral to podcasting um, and not so integral to crocheting and football. Can you not, can you not suggest a, a paired activity like bridge or... Is this bridge two-player? I, I don't know anything about bridge. Like mixed doubles tennis or balls. Well, well, I did suggest that he try out couples yoga. But apparently the one person he would do this couples yoga with is also the one person that he would podcast with and he's been kicked off the podcast so clearly he's been kicked off the yoga team. Yeah. Hang on a sec, sorry, sorry. Um, I, there's someone outside your window waving frantically and it's very off-putting. Who is that? It's Ed. I told, I told the management company, I told them don't let Ed come near here. I told them no. I told them you can't let them here. You can't let him here. Look at him. Look at him. He looks like a psychopath. He looks like the kind of person who'd write in to an agony aunt constantly. Selma, you might be onto something. Zelda. Zelda, you might have cracked it. Craig, you're a genius. Um, it's, sorry. Z sorry. Sorry to interrupt. My my name is is Cameron. Cameron, sorry, Cameron. Um, he does look like the kind of guy who'd write into an agony aunt, and he's definitely the kind of guy who would miss couples yoga. And believe it or not, he was recently removed from a podcast. Oh, this is all sounding way too familiar. Conspiracy, Louise. Goes to the very top of Pod Management Company Limited. They didn't want me to give advice. They wanted to restore their flipping two-person dynamic. Well, actually, I've been thinking, and two-person dynamic is one which is really good for the mind and the soul, and maybe you should reintroduce him and make everyone happy. You seem to be missing... And another person in your podcast. I never thought that I would be the one advised by an agony aunt. Am I Taylor Swift? <laughs> that's brilliant advice, Jim. Joan. Joan, sorry, Joan. That's brilliant advice. That's brilliant. That's I probably have to. I probably have to bring Ed back on the podcast. Hang, hang on. Um, is my advice actually being successful? I mean, my agony advice has never. No one's ever written in and told me that I was doing something right. Cool, Ed. <laughs> Please, <laughs> don't let her be here anymore. <laughs> Ed, Ed, please, please. Bye. Oh, sorry there, Rajid. Uh, oh, I'm just gonna get my seat there. Okay. Excellent. Oh, um, uh, hello, Alex. Hello there, Ed. Uh, I, I feel like I am. Are you an, an apology? I am. Um, Truly, uh, so, sorry, sorry, N not yet, <laughs> not yet, not yet. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm very, I'm, I'm really very sorry about what happened between between us. How, how many times? How, how many times? Stop. 
Stop. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm really, truly, I'm very sorry for what happened between us. Um, and I, and I, I really, I really hope we can, um, we can, we can, we can look past it all and uh, we can get back to, uh, the way things once were, um, only, uh, only a week or two ago. Um, you know, I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of growing in, uh, in my time, uh, you know, being a part of you and, uh, I think I'm ready to, 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 to join you again. Uh, so, I mean, I hope you can, you can forgive me for, for what happened. It's a little soon, Ed, but, uh, hope, hopefully I'll be able to forgive you for this, Ed. And, um, quickly before we get on to it, you can play it now. So you know, how have how these how these two weeks been been Ed? How, what, have you, what have you been up to? Yeah, they've been uh, they've been pretty good. I've um, actually I started my own business, mm -hmm. uh, a PMCL. Okay. Uh, and that's, so yeah, it's been quite good. It's been quite uh, you know therapeutic. Uh, you know, getting, getting getting down. You know, doing doing the hard hard graft work on that. Um, you know, I tried tried a few different activities. Uh, football. Um, uh, crochet, uh, other things, but you know, it, it didn't quite work out as well. But I really, I went for, I went for this, um, and uh, I also uh, maybe you know, sort out some advice as well, um, you know, to try and get get me back on track. You know, I, mm -hmm. I felt like I yeah. I came off the rails a bit there, but I think I'm back now. I think I've I've, I've healed. I've grown as a person. I'm glad to hear it. Hopefully. From here on in, we can run parallel roads, run parallel roads, rather than you know both try you know tangential. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we try, yeah, we, we're tangential to each other, Ed, rather than our orthogonal moment last last time. Oh yeah, so it's not, oh, it's not at all. It's uh, perpendicular. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Avoid the old smashy smash smash smash. Yeah, that yeah. The, the collision. A collision, yeah. No one wants that. A, uh, a calamitous collision. Calamitous collision, exactly. Exactly. You're exactly right, Ed. We don't want that. We don't want that. We don't want um, that. But so, yeah, thank, thank you for, thank you for everything. Thank you. It's absolutely, absolutely. No worries. No problems. No troubles. No qualms. Nothing. How excellent. No, yeah. I'm glad to hear you're. Uh, you're doing well. And I wish you all the best with your business ventures. <laughs> Thank, thank you very much. All right. Uh, so, how have you how have you been doing? Um, I've been doing fine. I mean, about ten minutes ago, I uh, kind of gave up on the podcast dream a bit. What? Uh, tried to tried to use this this platform to to get myself a job at Radio Four. Um, how would that go? Well, um, I haven't yet released those audition tapes. Um, maybe when I do. I'll find out that I'm now working on BBC Radio 4. But don't you worry, Ed. I will reject any offer they give me. I'm staying right here. Right. At the Contiguous Podcast. At the Contiguous Podcast. Absolutely. That's excellent. That's really, that's really good to hear. I'm glad things are, are back. Back the way they were. And we can... Um, yeah. No, that's really good to hear, actually. Nice. Uh, but, you know, what, what sort of uh, material did you, did you prepare for that? 
Yeah, um, I did a, a comedy, a little little sketch. Little, little sketch, nice. It was it was a wordplay sketch. A wordplay, yeah. nice. Yeah, Bet even better. Between the, the the various, it was it was set up as an argument between whether or not subconscious or unconscious was the right word in a situation. Ah, so it's sort of a playing with the prefixes. Yeah, it was a pretty clever. I mean, that's what Dave thought. Dave's not that smart though. So. Dave, oh. Who even knows what Dave's talking about? Yeah, I was actually while I was while I was looking at you in the end uh, through through your window, and I met Dave. I also met um, three nice, like ginger haired guy. Ginger haired guy. Yeah. Oh, the the conductor for our orchestra. Oh, look, there he is. Oh, hi. What's your name? Oh, Archie, is it? Oh, excellent. Well, yeah. thank you very much, Archie. For that. Archie doesn't have a microphone, by the way, so you can only hear half of this conversation. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know, oh, you're too kind, Archie. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you're too much. <laughs> oh no! Oh, well, oh, thank you very much, Archie. But uh, yeah, yeah, so he's very, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. A very talented musician. Very talented. Um, as you, you could tell from our little oh, little jingle we've got little, prepared. Little, that's yeah. another. That's another thing. You know, going forward, you're going to be hearing that in the podcast. Going forward, that's pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, you know, one of one of the one of the many benefits you get when a management company takes over your podcast. Um, what, ma- a management yeah. company. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got a we got a management company now. Uh, yeah, I, I did kind of bring it in, so they could you know have someone else take over the podcast if I did get accepted by Radio Four. Right. But um, you know, I mean, if we do keep going with the podcast, which it seems we might do now, thanks to a uh, genuine Jennifer uh, who came in earlier. Um, yeah, I think we might. We're just gonna make use of the perks, like special guests and orchestras and. Oh, excellent. Et well, that's really good to hear. I'm glad to hear that a uh, an effective uh, company has come in and helped to uh, improve. I mean, it had a genuinely effective impact, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, a profitable impact as well. We. I very much hope for a profitable impact. Yes, yeah, yeah. certainly. So I think they're, they're really, you know, whoever they are, I'm sure they're working really hard, for, and they've been doing so for the past couple of weeks. You know, working hard to. Make this podcast no, the, be- the best it can be. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I suppose if we're, if we're we're returning back to the old the old ways of the old uh, the old podcast, um, would you like to talk about anything? Yeah, quick little yeah, quick little talk about stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, so I don't have anything anything planned, but uh, I did talk about um, a story from five years ago earlier about. Aldi revealing that up to 100% of the meat in its beef was, was horse meat. Oh, um, all right. So we could, we could talk about that for a bit. Oh, certainly. Yeah. I mean, it sounds scandalous to me. I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, if they're, if they're lying about the meat in their, in their beef... Then, what, you know, what, you know that's, that's pretty extreme, isn't it? So they could be lying about anything... Beneath that level, I mean, I think that's the sort of the top level, isn't it? Like, you, you sort of trust that your your beef is beef. Yeah. But if your beef isn't beef, then what? What you know? What about all the other sort of superficial information attached to that? So, like fat levels yes. and mm-hmm. hormone injections. What about you know? Not even not even beef or meat, but some things where we we question a bit more, like you know, s- sweets and stuff and various 
you know, extra E chemicals and... You don't think they're all horse too? Yeah, <laughs> I think they might be from, you know, oh. apparently there are no standards in the guidelines that tell you you have to advertise the amount of horse in your product. I think it's, it's, it's you know, quite possible that all the crap we've been feeding our children is just, just horse. All of it. You think you've just been feeding... Oh, man. Do you think... I mean, I've had... All of our children are eating horse crap, Ed. As part of my recent sort of, you know, work on improving myself, I've been taking a lot of multivitamins. Do you mean to tell me I've actually been eating... Horse eyeballs, Multiple yes. horses. Many horses. Little bits, of, little bits of horse. Many little bits of horse. That is upsetting. But also, here's another point. This is a big scandal. People were obviously eating this beef and enjoying it. And, you know, they've chosen to put horse in for a reason, maybe because it's cheaper. So why can you not just introduce a new meat that no one's had before, which is horse meat, which is considerably cheaper than beef, and, you know, obviously beneficial for the alley people to use. Why, why not just see, okay, we've, we've, we've got this great opportunity here. Horse would sell great, because for some reason it's affordable, and for some reason it's tasty. Just stick those together, and people just buy it and eat it, and you'll solve... A few issues. I, I, I don't like the lying, Ed. That's true. I like a bit of transparency. I enjoy it. Nothing more desirable to a man's eye than a pane of glass, <laughs> as, as the idiom goes. Um, and certainly, my, you know, this, the pane of glass here would be a, a sort of a willingness to divulge that things are made of horse. And maybe even, yeah, like you say, like make, a, make a good thing of it. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's come on, guys. Let's, let's, let's drive, let's ride into the sunset, so to speak, um, with, with horse stuff, because, but all, although actually, at least now I think about it, did you, um, have you ever had Skittles? I've, I've but, had Skittles. But you've not looked at what colour they have, they are before you've eaten them. And then you have difficulty actually discerning what flavour they are. Oh. There. So you're trying to tell me that maybe the quality of horse meat is, you know, determined by not thinking that it's horse meat. Yes. Like, maybe you don't like purple Skittles, but if you eat a Skittle, don't look at it, assume it's green, maybe you'll enjoy it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So maybe actually we shouldn't ride into the sunset this idea, but rather in fact not 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 do that well maybe okay so the benefit for us horse meat's cheaper people enjoy it when they don't know what it is you know what just turn the lamb into horse meat i'm fine with the lying now ed it was all for the greater good i've changed my mind okay also here's a different question so we've got horse meat as this this tasty cheap alternative to other meats yeah where do you stand on the argument that's out there that insects are the future of of food because you can battery farm them without feeling immoral because that's how they naturally live and uh, they have better ratios of protein to mass. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I had I've actually in my my time had I've had a honey roast cricket, uh, mm -hmm. um, and it wasn't it wasn't the finest culinary experience. So it would take. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it would take a, it would be a period of adaption where people used to eating what they believe to be meat, uh, what, what they believe is beef. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, them, them growing accustomed to the idea of eating insects um, because they're yeah. icky. Have you, have you eaten a, I haven't eaten a mealworm, but 
people have described eating a mealworm to me and it's just like an explosion of pus. It's gross. Oh, that's disgusting. Really awful. You know, imagine that. Oh. I mean, it's efficient, yes. But is it tasty? No. No, it's not. It sounds awful to me. Um, maybe it's another one of the things where maybe, you know, you mush the insects up beforehand and make them look like something else that we're more used to eating and we'll, we'll enjoy them more and they'll be beneficial. And then so we maybe, lie about them. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe what we have to do is head off to these guidelines, to these, you know, the rule books for how to advertise food. Yeah. And we just make beef a generic term for meat, but don't tell anyone about it. Yeah. And we just start calling everything beef. And we just eat everything because we're like, oh, I like beef. Yeah, yeah. you like beef? Just, you just eat it. You don't realize you're actually realize eating half ladybirds. Horse, half ladybird, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that could, that could revolution. That could solve the whole food crisis. You know, you've got to do what you've got to do, haven't you? Yeah. You know, if the world's going to die and you have the chance to not make it not die by telling just, just a little lie. A little lie. A little white lie. A little beef lie. A little, little beef lie. A little I white know. fly. <laughs> don't eat the little white fly. You think it's beef. A little beef. I don't know. I don't know where if I, how I feel about the idea of a bee fly being um, a white lie. Have you ever seen a bee fly? A bee fly. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I mean, I can't say I have. Um, Bees fly all the time, Ed. Wait. Yeah. So, so basically, this podcast started off me by myself, just trying to carry on the podcast. Uh, wasn't that successful then I tried auditioning yeah then I got some advice from an agony aunt okay. Ed came back and we solved world hunger solved world hunger I think the moral of today's episode is there's no I in beef there's no I in beef and uh, and businesses are good and business and is we good we should promote business we should promote business wherever possible but also a wide range of businesses <laughs> um, yeah for completing every task and yeah responsible um, business work is is the way to proceed, as well as potentially maybe uh, lying about beef content. You know, we lie to our kids about Santa Claus. Why can't we just lie to everyone about beef? Same thing. It's mm. yeah. A realistic age, you know, at a, a, a responsible age, the child figures out for themselves that it's all. You know, I think that could teach people a lesson about society. You know, everyone tells them that Santa Claus is real until. That person realizes that even though there is this big Santa Claus lie out there, um, that it surely it, it's a lie. And so this idea of of refusing what society says is yes, and saying it's no, isn't that isn't that a good lesson to to teach our uh, the the future? Yeah, it's it's this critical thought, you know. And then what you should do is grow up and just you know participate in the same lie. Everyone who lies about Santa Claus knows what they're doing, and they do it. They do it anyway. So I think it's all for the edification of children. Exactly. It's gonna. It's gonna help them out in the long run. Helps them out in the long run, exactly. And then maybe people will just realise that beef isn't really cow meat anymore, and everyone's just kind of like, "Oh, I figured this out now." I figured it out. Uh, it's out now, but it actually. But this is but also. It's fine. I've survived. You know, survived. it's it's efficient. I'm just going to contribute the same lie to my children. Yeah. You know, just give it out. Just go. Yeah. Because ultimately. Now we can sustain a greater population. In fact, we can sustain the children, the very children you're lying to. Yeah. You, you have children to lie to thanks to the lie. Thanks to the lie. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that perfect? Isn't that, Isn't that beautiful? Just, <laughs> that's just absolutely, that's delightful. And on that blissful note. Blissful, absolutely delightful. Ed and I are probably going to say... Um, 
Bye-bye for now. Farewell till next time, yeah. yeah. Um, th thank you very much to, to Archie Clifford for that uh, a bit, bit of work he did earlier. Oh, no, Archie. Oh, no, no, it was, it was all you. It's all you. <laughs> and the, um, the, the local orchestra who helped him uh, <laughs> perform it for us here live Yeah, yeah, th studio. thanks, guys. Excellent. <laughs> and uh, yeah, until 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 next light time, it would appear there there will be a next time after all. There will be a next time after all, and um, maybe you'll hear more and better from us now that there's a management company telling us how to use social media. I think media. so. A responsible, um, well-run business. And maybe they'll keep us to a schedule as well. <laughs> Lots of love. Hugs Bye. and kisses. Hugs and kisses, both.